0: A good dinner of Shabbos, parshas Bamidbar. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a wonderful, successful week. This week in parshas Bamidbar, we have the countings of Kla the countings of the Shvatim. Rashi tells us that Kla was counted often because basan, because of Hashem's abundant and never-ending love. Mine oisem kol Hashem would count his precious children all the time after chet Eagle after. Mitzrayim. And now in the Midbar, this was a sign of affection and love for his children, for his beloved nation, Klal Yisrael. The story is told of the Rosh Yeshiva of Besmejish Govayar Baron Cutler. One time in the beginning of the greatest, largest institution, Bismedrish Yeshiva of the entire world of all time. And Baran went to Manhattan to go get government funding for the Yeshiva. Sir Baron arrives with his Gabai, they're welcomed into the office, and their not knowing any words of English, his his right-hand man, the Shamish, is the one that interacts with the government official. And the government official asks, what's the institution all about? What are the goals and aspirations for this yeshiva? And the Shamish answered him, well, in our Talmudic Academy, we're going to be learning the holy texts of the rabbis, of the Talmud, of the Old Testament, and this is going to help create future rabbis, the next generation of Torah leaders, and when Abaran heard that his Shamish was talking in English, he was curious, what's going on, what's he telling him? And the Shamash explained to Minyiddish, he said, I told him, I told him that, you know, we're going to produce rabbis and we're going to be learning holy texts and we're going to have teachers for the next generation. And her baron, the fire, the walking fire, the walking saver, that he was, screamed back. And he said, Nay, Nay, Milante Teir Lishma. We're learning Teir Lishma, nothing else, nothing besides. Caught in a pickle, not sure what to do. He sees the government official watching what's going on, what the rabbi all of a sudden is yelling about. The shamish knew that on the one hand, he couldn't ignore the request of a baron. He knew that the Torah that was being learned in Yeshiva was Torah the But on the other hand, he had no idea how he's going to go ahead and explain this concept to this well spoken, polished, English speaking government official. So the shamish decided that he's going to go and he's going to tell him. So he said as follows He says, Excuse me, I just want to add on. The rabbis tell me that I have to tell you that we're obviously producing rabbis for the next generation. But I just want to add one thing, that the actual learning and the actual knowledge that we're going to be studying is for its own sake. It's for God. And the government official is looking at him like he fell off the moon. And he's like, I'm not sure. So do you want government funding? Do you not want government funding? What's going on over here? And the RNC's Now what's going on? The havoc that's been caused. And the Baron says, And he was steadfast, and he wasn't willing to budge. And the Baron told him, tell him again, if he doesn't understand, we're learning Teiru Lishma, and that's it. That's the end of the story. There was Zayichet to the government funding, and Baruch Hashem today, BMG, Bismar Jigavaya, is the largest institution, the most successful institution in the entire world. Thousands and thousands of Bachar Meningolite, but this attitude of believing a holy war, of believing a holy mission, at the end of the day, when someone fights that battle, when someone believes in what they're doing for the right reasons, for shema, for its purest, and most quintessential reason, Hashem isn't going to let that person down. Ultimately, he'll reach Hatzalacha. Getting back to this week's parasha, we find with the countings of Klay Yisrael, we find a discrepancy between the countings of Shevet Levi and the rest of Klay Yisrael. The Torah says, in the beginning of the parsha, when it comes to counting Klay Yisrael, it says, Mi ben shana from 20 years and above. Yet when it comes to counting the Shevet of Levi, the Torah says, Mi ben it says from the age of one month and above and Rashi over there in Paragimel, Pasuk Tesvav, Rashi tells us that the reason why they have to be at least one month old is so that they should be a viable child, that they shouldn't be a nafil, that they shouldn't die after 30 days. But once that's confirmed, then Rashi tells us, they're ready to go. Shemim HaKodesh These children are ready to be a keeper of the holy charge. The question is, what's Pshat in this discrepancy? What's Pshat? In this difference, if the reason why, as Rashi tells us, the reason why 20 was the threshold for the rest of Khalil, for the Israelim, and the reason for that is because 20 is a sign of maturity. It's an age where a person generally reaches decision making, proper decision making, thought out, Clarkite, as we call it, where things are methodical and strategic, not like a kid who just, whatever, whatever comes his way, he'll just make a rash decision. 20 is a sign of Adulthood. If so, the Levi'im as well should have to wait till this age as well. Although they're Mishmar is a bias they're going to be the keeper of uh, the base of Mikdash, they're going to do a Levite over there eventually. But seemingly, they also need the time to mature. They need that threshold to reach maturity, to reach adulthood. So, as holy as they are, but that shouldn't take away from the fact that they simply need physically time for their brain to develop for them to mature, for them to make proper decisions. So why is it that the Torah tells us that the Levim are counted from one month and above? To this question, I saw a beautiful answer bought in the Sefer Mishchah Shemin in the name of the Avni Nazar, who answers as follows. The Avni Nazar tells us that the reason why the B'nai Levi were counted is as follows said, the reason why the rest of Klai Yisrael, the Israelim, they were counted from the age of 20, why they needed to reach this milestone of 20, this age of logic, is because they were chayta b'chayta egel. They sinned with the golden calf. All of Klai Yisrael, the Israelim, the Levim, everybody, they were makabal the Torah with nasa v'nishma. I will do and I will listen. And the Mepharshim explained that what's the godless? As the Gemara in Shabbos Peiches, tells us, the Malachim asked, gila razu, malachim that the words of nasa Nishma are words that Malachim use. Why is it? What's what's angelic about this Loshen? The answer is, because nasa Nishma means, I'm being mevatal myself. I'm being mevatal my rotten. I'm putting aside all of my desires, needs and wants for you, Riba Nishleilam. That is the ultimate self-restraint that's pushing away one's own agenda for Hashem. It's taking logic out of the picture and implementing Ratzon Hashem, Hashem's desire, not only into the picture, but the only picture. And therefore, says the Avnei neze that it was only the Bnei Yisrael, the rest, the Hamayin Am, the masses of Akal not the Bnei Levi, who When they were chayta, when they fell, they stooped to the chayta egel. they made a logical, mathematical equation, albeit it was wrong, but they made a chajan with numbers, and it came out that Mary Shorbenu didn't come back, and the whole thing, they felt they, they were scammed. And they went on with the chayta egel, Even though this was a logical calculation, the B'nai Levi were different. They were a step above. They didn't care about the logic. They abided by, they stood strong with their original commitment of Nasavanishma. They never budged from that. And because they held on to that, because they never went back on their word, they held on with an iron fist. What does that mean? Says the Avnei that means that they held on to the level of being beyond logic, of being beyond cheshben, of being beyond strategy and mathematical equations and whatever makes sense to the human mind to the human heart. They locked into that commitment of anasavanishma and ishma, and that was a commitment, that was an achievement in Ruchness, that they had forever, that they overcame the Chet that was a Madrigal that they will have forever. And therefore, when it came time for counting Kaisal, there was no logic needed for their children. Their children didn't need that twenty year threshold to make a logical decision. Me says the Torah. The Torah it's almost a gift. It's a schos. They didn't need to have the 20 years of logic to clear, to think, to speculate, to go back and forth, to speak to therapist, is it a therapist. or That's logic. That's in the realm of logic, that's in the realm of la egel. But for those that are that held on to the original mass of anishma there's no need for logic. It's only Ratz and Hashem. And therefore, says the Torah, they were zeichet to be the of bias. They were counted in from one month old. That was enough. That was sufficient. That was enough of conviction for Hashem. Just the fact that they were child of Alevi to know that they were destined to be His keeper for His kedusha for His base HaMikdash. That's why they were counted for one month. For them, no logic or decisions were needed. It was that original commitment from their fathers, from the Leviim of Nasev Nishma, for that they were Zaycheh to be counted from one month old. So many times are phased with challenges, especially when trends and friends are going the other way, and we start questioning our core values and beliefs. But what we learn, not only from Baron Cutler, from his steadfastness, and how he was zeichet to build the greatest Makumtay of all times. But from our avos, from our great-great-great-grandparents, from that Dar, from the Nas from the Bnei Levi, what we learn out of here is that when you have that iron fist grasping on to your core beliefs, and you don't budge, you don't move, you're zeichet to success. Yerusha debi Hashem's holy keeper. And as we go into the Yantif of Kabbalah Satayra, at a time we were coming to renew our commitments to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. what greater Kabbalah could there be than just strengthening the raw beliefs, our core values that we have, And telling Hashem that Hashem, no matter what comes up, I'm going to do my best to stay stark, to stay strong, not to give up, not to bend, not to get blown down. And with His help, if we stay strong in this, we all be zeichah to the greatest success. See the on a general level and on a personal level. And we be zeichah to tap into that. And when Hashem sees that, when He sees our purity, when He sees our desire to grow and to be good, may we be zeichet to all the brachas that He has in store for us, and may we continue to serve Him with happiness, with vigor, with health, with Simcha Sachaim, to learn His Torah, and to spread His glory all across the world. I thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Shabbos.